Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic, a sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air. Everywhere you have found the fifth hour with Ben Mal. You already knew that. And Danny G Radio, eight days a week, a spinoff of the overnight show. You hear five nights a week and with me. And then Danny G's on his own show with Covino and Rich. Five days a week, you hear him. And we join forces on the weekend for the fifth hour. And today, Danny, different than all other days. Original content today on the fifth hour. Are you prepared? I am ready. This has been battling the NFL for network ratings. Yeah, we are getting better ratings than Deion Sanders if Deion Sanders did not exist. We're we're, we're doing very well. Uh, So that's great. So thank you for that. But Ohio Wow, you know what to do. It's in the bag. Ben's mailbag. Okay, very nice. The first message comes from Alf. He says, fiddling with the dial on my transistor radio. Oh, see, there you go. He said fiddling. He didn't say futzing. The word was futzing. The other day, Alf. Uh, anyway, uh, were you guys radio nerds growing up? My father introduced me to AM radio at an early age. I recall the good old days of scanning the dial and battling the static to listen to the Penguins on KDKA or random baseball games from Baltimore or Detroit way before streaming was a thing uh yeah we've talked about this a few times alf 100 percent uh i'll go first i I loved uh scanning the radio dial it seems so amazing to me 
in the era before the internet where everything you can get anything you want you can read any newspaper you want uh, any uh, kind of content from any place you can watch tv stations all over the world but back then right it was you know we were naive and it was it was special and magical there was something magical about it but i am jealous al cuz you grew up on the east coast and on the west coast and i got a lot of sports i i was like a master of it and i convinced my my mom and dad kind of helped me get into radio because they loved radio. They always had the radio on. It was a big deal. They were working, but they had the radio on, and it was a big thing in our house. And my mom, uh, when I would follow her around when she was working, she always had the radio on. And sometimes she knew I liked sports, so she'd put like a sports show on. And, and then I figured out how to, how, to, how to get these faraway broadcasts. And we even bought some, I forget which radio show. It might have been the old, the original Art Bell show. They sold this radio antenna that you could get and get far away radio stations. And, and they had this really cool commercial. They're like, oh, yeah, this thing's, you know, it's kind of pricey, but you can get all these radio stations. So we got one of those, and I was able to hear Utah Jazz games on a radio station out of St. George, Utah, Phoenix Suns games with Al McCoy, who just retired this year, I believe, is the Suns play-by-play announcer. I think he's in his 90s now. And if yeah. I, I, I met Al McCoy, and I told him when I was a kid, when I went to Phoenix to visit family, I wanted to eat at Whataburger because that was a sponsor of the Suns. And he would say when, when a, a Phoenix Suns player hit a three-point shot, he'd say, what a shot, what a burger. And, and that was uh, that was his tagline. And Al... It was, he was very proud of that. He said that was one of the first product placements in the NBA was that particular commercial that the Suns did back back in the And there were a bunch of other ones. I got Giants games off KNBR in San Francisco. And at one point, I was able to get like real grainy San Antonio Spurs games out of uh, a station, obviously, in the Alamo City. And I uh, got KOA out of Denver. That was a big one. And there was a station in Phoenix. This is so long ago. They didn't have Major League Baseball, but they had the Phoenix Firebirds. And uh, so I, I would listen to that. And a bunch of stations out of Vegas. Uh, I used to call some of those stations when I was a kid, get on the air. And uh, m- one show that I remember that I got, it wasn't a, a game, but it was a show. On Saturday night, no, Sunday night. It was Sunday night. There was this guy named Lee Pete. And Lee was an old guy, and I was a young guy, but he was an old guy. He'd been radio a long time. He hosted a Sunday night show from, I remember it was 10 to midnight. They called it the Stardust Line. And this is how archaic that show was. That show was so important because they released the opening NFL lines for the next week. And there was no internet at the time. So the the way you could get the lines before everyone else was to listen to the Stardust line. And they would give out the gambling lines for the following week. Now, at that time, I was a kid. I didn't really know about gambling. Was Stardust line brought to you by DraftKings? Uh, no, I, I think it was, uh, was it FanDuel or I, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many of these places. But, but anyway, so that was my experience. I love, I have great memories, great memories. And I... Now I look, I'm like, I can listen to any, I can go on the iHeartRadio app and listen to, you know, 25,000 different audio shows and radio shows. And it's, it's insane. Danny, do you dabble in that world at all? 
I mean, when I was a little kid, I was fortunate enough to hear the original K-Day radio, AM 1580, where hip hop was on the air with Eazy-E and Dr. Dre and all the OG West Coast hip hop, Greg Mack attack. Uh, it was pretty cool to hear all that in its conception, you know, in the in the 80s. And then going to the Bay Area with my family after that, the college radio station in San Francisco, K-Poo. It was great to see Poo. And they had dudes on turntables playing unedited versions of rap songs. And, of course, they were in the San Francisco market, so nobody complained to the FCC. Got to love that. Because, right, a lot of people don't realize it's market to market as far as what people think is inappropriate. But all it takes is one a-hole. True. But for whatever reason, they got away with it there on that college station for a long time. We used to take our boombox with the play and record button and record cassette tapes of them and their live mixes, which was awesome. And I got to hear some great play-by-play in both Southern California and Northern California. Of course, the legend, the icon, Vin Scully, when we lived in L.A. And then when we moved up to the Bay Area later in my life, uh, Ray Fossey and, of course, the legendary Bill King. Oh, Toledo. Yeah, holy Toledo. Uh, Bill King calling all kinds of different sports. Both my older brother and I, we were locked in on anything hip-hop and sports. Very, very cool. Uh, next up on the mailbag, Ron in the LBC writes in here in SoCal. He says, first off, I have been listening to your weeknight show since day one. Uh, usually just the 11 p.m. hour in the West Coast as I wind down. And the missus is already asleep. So thanks for being there. My question, uh, Ron says, a couple weeks ago, you talked about freeway speed. I think you said it was 74 or 79 was the number to never exceed. Can you expand on that and maybe explain what the uh, highway patrol officer said? And I think I remember a morning when I was up late that Danny G got pulled over on the way to the station. Uh, that is from from Ron. So I'll tell you my part of it, Ron. I uh, My wife is a 911 operator, so when we get pulled over, if I'm with my wife, uh, I let her try to, to, to get me out of the ticket, which doesn't always work, by the way. It does not always work. But in this in this occasion, uh, years ago, I was driving on one of the toll roads in Southern California. We have a few of those. No one drives on them because people would rather sit in traffic. But I was on a toll road, and we got pulled over. Cherry Tops, uh, you know, driver's uh, license registration, got pulled over and was able to get out of it. And the, uh, the officer was kind of an older officer, and he said, listen, he said, just slow down, which all police officers say, just slow down. And he told me, he said, yeah, if, if you drive 79 or less, I'm not I don't give tickets. We don't give tickets. He said it's not really worth our time to do that. It's and, and he said you probably could get away with it in the 80s, but you know, anything over like 85, um, that's a ticket. You know, we'll, yeah. or, uh, but but so, but he he specifically told uh, to answer Ron's question, he told me 79. So ever since then. And sometimes it annoys my wife because I'm actually, it seems like I'm driving slow when I'm going 79 because people are driving like the Autobahn, um, like Butch in the Autobahn. But 
uh, I I will set my thing at 79, and I've not in California. I have not. I've, this has been years. I've never gotten a ticket. I went to Minnesota this year. <laughs> I drove 79, just like the officer in California told me. Got pulled over, got a ticket. So different set of rules over there. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember the the incident. Ron says he remembers. Uh, do you recall this, Danny G? Oh, of course. I, it was during COVID, and you weren't supposed to be out on the roads. That's when they gave us those FEMA cards. Oh, yeah. Awesome. That was the coolest thing about the pandemic that I uh, – we had – was it the Marshall Act? Was that what it was? Yes. Yeah, the Marshall Yeah, official FEMA cards because we were important people, and they gave us extra pay. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. But they gave us FEMA cards, and I was the only one on the road. And I was going pretty fast on a frontage road in Burbank to get to the freeway. As soon as I passed the police officer going that fast on the frontage road, I knew that because I was the only car on the road, too. I knew the cop was going to turn around and pull me over. Sure enough, pulls me over, flashing the light in my eyes, asking me how much I had to drink. You know, Clay's show here on the West Coast started at three in the morning. So we're talking it's 2, 2.05, 2.10 a.m. when this happened. And so the police officer thought for sure that I was a DUI. So they had me get out of my car. They had me do all the stupid DUI tests. The whole time I'm explaining to them, I need to get to the network because I got to produce the show. The female officer would not believe me, Ben, until I showed her the text messages from Clay as we were setting up the uh, the guests that were going to be interviewed that day on the show, she thought she had me busted, though, because she was like, aha, it says in the 7 a.m. hour. And I told her, uh, yeah, that's East Coast time. And she was like, oh, OK. So finally, they let me go. Um, but of course, I had to tell Clay what happened. And yeah, it was pretty funny. One One of the officers there told me that he wanted a shout out from Petros <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was, it was, uh, yeah, it wound up being okay, but just a huge inconvenience. And, you know, it's embarrassing when you're walking the line outside and, you know, good thing there weren't cars, a lot of cars on the road at that time. Cause I'm sure people who are innocent, but they have to do all those DUI sobriety tests. It's embarrassing to be outside your car doing all that with, you know, people watching you oh it is i i have had that happen i've had to do the walk of shame i've had to do the walk and do the alphabet thing and all that it's it's not good not good and who, and who, by the way who can do the alphabets backwards even when they're sober i can't even do it frontwards uh, i can't do it normal i am I'm, I'm screwed uh next up i uh, think by the way thanks ron i do appreciate you listening over the years it does mean a lot and uh, thank you If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Josh in Seattle writes in, he says, hey, Slim Mallard, just listen to the podcast of your FSR show and you had made a comment about uh, that'll be a show trivia question in regards to cardiac stem. Why don't you have a Ben Maller show trivia game one of these nights? Questions from the past or recent past? Because I know you get new listeners every hour. Let's see who's the ultimate caller of the Ben Maller show. And for the brand new listeners, that wouldn't partake. Obviously, they could learn about the callers. Famous show moments, uh, he says, uh, et cetera. Just, uh, just an idea. You seriously are uh, awesome, and I'm happy for you. And uh, there you go. Glad you, to get you back on TV. Danny G, uh, kick ass there. Uh, take care, guys. Josh in Seattle. Uh, I like it, Josh, but that would be pretty embarrassing for me if I do a whole trivia board of Ben Maller show trivia and uh, nobody gets any of them right. Uh, now, I am not going to name this person, but there may or may not be somebody that works at the company, Danny, who may or may not have said they grew up listening to my show and may or may not have been asked a series of show trivia questions and may or may not have gotten any of them right. <laughs> so, you know, it's a... Uh, it's a it's a risky risky deal. I'm all. I think it's a good idea, Josh. Maybe we can do it kind of a, over the holidays. I, I don't believe I'll be taking any time off. I might take like one or two days off. But that TV show, we'll be recording a TV show uh, for Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. So I, ain't, it's not like years past where I used to just take December and pretty much not do any work. So I'll be here. So, yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say, man, rest well, knowing that all those drops live on on this podcast right here, because in my computer, I have at least 300 Ben Maller show drops. A lot of them from back in the day, all the famous callers. I use those as often as I can. So cardiac Stan in his famous call pieces of that get used as drops on this podcast once a month. Probably I, I pull that clip it's kind of cool, Ben, because 
for the longtime listeners, uh, when they hear at the very end of each podcast or almost every podcast, I rotate the endings. But when you hear, got to murder, got to go, got to murder, got to go. It puts a smile on my face every time because I was there for that call when it happened with that police officer who embarrassed himself in one of the games. And so he famously said, got to murder, got to go. I remember he was from Boca in Florida. Yes, Yeah. And so there's a little story, a funny story next to every drop or for every drop. And that's what makes those so special. So I'm happy that we are able to let those live on forever. Yeah, it's it's very cool. And uh, we've had, I mean, it's been doing this a long time. There have been some really ridiculous things that have happened on the show. I, I loved in the early days of the show, and it wasn't even really the early days. I, it was probably the, was the first decade of the 2000s. But we would get, when we first went on WEI in Boston, uh, and it was like some political story. This was not even when I'm not talking about a few years ago when Trump, you know, and the, you know everything's kind of become crazy since then when he ran for president and won, and you know half the people just lost their mind. But this goes back probably ten years before that. And I was doing the weekend overnight show, and for a couple of months, every couple of weeks, they I would get a a phone call from a like a a grandma would stay on on hold and i mean like you know this is like old woman here uh babushka and uh they would get on the air and say i hate fox news you know or something like that i'm like well okay that's great but i work in fox sports radio and it was <laughs> it was so funny because these women were like these old you know babushkas were like oh whatever. you're fired it was just hilarious. Anyway, uh, Mike writes in says, Benny, how can we get access to Benny versus the penny out of market? In- oh, God. Can people please stop sending this question in? I know. I I, I wish I had an answer. I, 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 I can tell you what I've heard. Trucker Joe said that he has YouTube TV and he was able to watch it. I went on YouTube TV. I don't see the show on YouTube TV. I don't. Uh, I, I know they, they carried SNY. Part of the problem with this is these streaming services, they have different versions of their plan depending on the channel lineup, depending on where you leave, uh, where you live, rather. But like the big affiliates for Benny versus the Penny are NBC Sports Boston, NBC Sports Bay Area, uh, all these channels, but they're not on the Peacock, which I it was supposed to be on the Peacock, but there's some stuff that's above my pay grade. Uh, the only way I know for sure you can get it, there, there's, I believe, two ways. There's a there's a Fubo TV, which you can get, but it, it's kind of pricey. I'm not telling you it's cheap, but if you happen to have it or know somebody that has it. Go back to last weekend's podcast. We explained how to do the free trial on that. Yeah, you can do a free trial on Fubo TV. I believe, and I, you have to double check, but if you... You don't have to get direct TV, but they have a direct TV stream. They also offer, I believe, a five-day trial. I think you can watch it there. Or the other option, which I should tell you not to do because this is wrong. It's immoral. You should not do this. But if you happen to know somebody that lives in Boston or New York and pays for cable, you can get their information and you can watch. There is a stream for all of these channels. The problem is, and I've... 
you know, I, listen, I have the same issue. So I've gone, I've gone to like the NBC Sports Boston page to log in, and it says you must sign in with your username or email address and password to use your. You have to use your cable, satellite, or telco TV provider. There is no additional charge. So you have to have that information. You know what, Ben? You've been really nice the past few weeks explaining how to watch it. But at this point, let's be honest. You're a big TV star. And when you see TV stars touring and promoting a new show, do they sit there and explain how you can watch it in every single market in the country and Canada? No, they say... Check your local listings. Oh, yeah. That's just, I got to learn that. Yeah. So that's that. it. Besides signing your headshots and wearing sunglasses indoors now, just repeat after me. Check your local listings. Now, I, I am on the NBC Sports Boston page, though, and it does list oh. you, it does list YouTube TV, but I don't know if that – you might have to just live in Boston to get that, though. So I don't – listen, as, as Danny said – Check your local listings. We now move ahead in the broadcast, Danny. Biatch. Yes. <laughs> you you sounded like a D bag saying that too. Perfect, because you're a TV guy. No, but I, I'm honored that people want to see the show, and I'm annoyed that not everyone can get the show because I want everyone that wants to watch it. That's a big thing. Like the- I know. And it is annoying when you can't find a show. Like the week one issue here in LA. I couldn't find it because I kept looking on the Dodgers channel because there's no way in hell Ben Mallard would be on the Laker channel. What's wrong with your Clippers? Week one, I had the same issue. I get that it's frustrating, but I had to figure it out for myself. Yeah, I'm on the show and I've had to figure it out. Okay, I'm on the damn show and I've had to figure out as the host of the show because there was some confusion about where it was going to be on and when it was going to be on and all that stuff. Um, Anyway. Uh, these are first world problems. Uh, yeah, check your local listings. Exactly. Uh, Mike in Fullerton writes in says, "Happy fall, y'all." Uh, was last Saturday's college football Mallard monologue? <laughs> yes, that was a monologue. Uh, was that a one-off, or will Dion watch be a permanent feature of the Fifth Hour moving forward? Well, yeah, as long as Dion's uh, the you know the hot to trot and he's the fashionista and he's in vogue and all that, sure. Uh, he says, also, as a SoCal resident, I am forced to watch Benny versus the Penny. This is appropriate, Danny. He says, on the dreaded Lakers station, Mike says, can you please make it more bearable by wearing a clipper hat or a it's hip to clip pin uh, during filming of Benny versus the Penny? Well, that would that would go over well with the, uh, the big, big muckety mucks there that I have to deal with. But I, I can work in. I can work in. Um, like it's hip the clip. And this weekend, Danny, if you have a chance to watch Benny versus the Penny, I did drop the name of one of our listeners, one of the radio listeners. I was able to work their name into the dialogue on Benny versus the Penny. It was not planned. It just kind of, it just, I just spit it out of my mouth. And I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for the moment Looney gets on your last nerve. And remember, I want you to say this phrase to Looney. Ah, where's Danny G when I need him? Yeah. No, no, I will. I My goal, we have a lot of shows. We have 20-something shows. So I will work in Danny G. I'm going to, at some point, I didn't do it this weekend, but I will work your name in, I promise. I promise. Uh, Jennifer in Richmond, Virginia says, I cannot wait to leave Richmond, Virginia. Uh, ben and Danny, thanks for uh, all the airtime here, the last couple of mailbags. 
Uh, she says, hey, remember a while ago when I asked you guys about the light bulb situation and how long you wait to switch out the blinky ones? Uh, she says, since then, I have been holding out on replacing the a major blinky light bulb, uh, just being lazy, and would you believe it repaired itself or something like that? How's that for scientifical? It's uh, from, from Jennifer. Huh. Is it possible that you have a poltergeist that is hanging out with you in Richmond, Virginia, somebody from you know 200 years ago, 300 years ago? Or is it possible somebody else that maybe uh, one of your kids was visiting? Uh, I think you still live with one of your kids there, and they came in there and they changed. How about that? Or plausibly, it regenerated itself. It's a self-generating light bulb. It's like, uh, yeah, what the hell? It goes off of douchebaggery in her area. It's powered by that. And as she mentioned, there's a lot of that in her area that she's trying to move out of. Boom. You think Jennifer's going to become a St. Louis Cardinal fan living in, if she moves to St. Louis? God, let's hope not. Fuck you, Jack Clark. <laughs> yeah, I'm right there, man. The Redbirds. Oh, yeah, 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 we're like Pedro Guerrero throwing our gloves down on the ground. They were the original cheating Cardinals. I We called them the cheating Cardinals, if you remember. And then the Astro thing happened. We completely forgot about the Cardinals. We just moved on. Uh, good, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, because that, that, that guy, Jeff Lunau, uh, it's really uh, it's uh, the irony in this. But he accused there was a Cardinal executive of stealing his data. And the guy actually went to jail, I think. Cardinal executive. And so I called him the cheating Cardinals for a while. But, you know, since the Astros are like, hey, hold my beer. And so they're the kings of the cheating. George in Uvalde, Texas, writes and says, which is worse, testing positive for COVID or Kardashian? Boy, that's, uh, well, I think there's more treatments for COVID than the Kardashians. I, I would say that. Don't! Uh, now, Ozzy Waz is in Western Australia. He says, I do love me a good pizza or a pizza pie, as you call it, Ben. Yeah, Ozzy was. I love pizza. I make. I made. Uh, made a mead pizza recently. I might have to send some photos out on that. Maybe I already did. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it says uh, I do know uh, you will thumb your nose at my choice of toppings, which is pepperoni, onion, mushroom, fresh tomato, yeah. and uh, capsicum, which I think you you call. Uh, he says I think you call peppers. And a little garlic on top. Uh, he says, uh, so what are your toppings, your go-to toppings for a good pizza pizza pie? Uh, so I do love onion, but it's got to be thin. Uh, I, I, I love my pizza with thin-cut sliced onion. With a, I use a mandolin to cut my onion. So I have a mandolin for the onion. I love as much garlic. I, I make a garlic butter that is next level. Ooh. Uh, so I, I have garlic butter on there, onion, bell pepper, uh, and you know, sometimes I'll mix in, um, yeah, you know, some like like turkey pepperoni or something. Supposedly a little healthier. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. What about you, Danny? What's your go? You obviously you talked about this in a previous podcast that we did this weekend. Yesterday, yeah. I mentioned Topper's Pizza. Love pepperoni and black olive. Also pepperoni. And pineapple is a go-to. Sometimes in the mood for Canadian bacon, and we'll do the the OG Hawaiian style pizza. 
the pineapple with the, the uh, yeah it is uh canadian bacon with pineapple i i like green peppers on pizza as well i do not like onions on pizza bell pepper is good i like the flavor of it but i don't like it's got a weird texture so i'll just pull them off the top of the pizza but that bell pepper juice and flavor is still on the the top of the pie uh, question from the back of the room. Let's circle back to the onion thing here. So have you had onion that is done with a mandolin? No, I haven't. And I want to try it because the reason I don't like chunks of onion is because it's so overpowering. I don't like the way that that's all you taste. Yeah. So uh, the way I do the pizza, my my uh, pie, it's uh, my uh, pizza pie. Uh, it's so thin, it kind of melts. It, it's not overpowering. So. Yeah, I would like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's I, I love it. And I never liked thick onion. I never ate it. And I was just uh, here's the word, Danny, futzing around, and uh, I put the onion on there. And so there you go. Uh, J Bone from beautiful Portland, Maine. I, I like Portland, Maine a lot. He says, Ben and Daddy G, you're at a breakfast place. How are you ordering your eggs? Go Bills from J Bone in Portland, Maine. Oh, yeah, I know that's uh, close to home for you, Danny. Because you got the Raiders and Steelers. Well, so but you know, I I also picked the Bills to go to the Super Bowl before the season began, so it was still a win-win for me in my prediction. Um, God, eggs. You know what? At a restaurant, you got to go over medium because then you could dip your toast into the yolk. Yeah, I, I disagree here. That's a that's a hard no for me. Uh, I'm not a big egg guy anyway, but. When I did eat eggs back in the day, it was either an omelet, like a cheese omelet with some uh, boring or scrambled with cheese. That's how Granny Gradio used to order her eggs. Well, listen, uh, great minds think alike. I, I don't know what to tell you. And uh, that's it. <laughs> You're just like an 80 year old Sicilian woman. Damn right. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Fred in Spring, Texas. So you like your eggs uh runny uh, i i don't oh no 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 over medium is not runny it's perfect because you still get that great yolk but the egg is not watery at all i'm good uh fred that's, that's you're talking easy side or sunny side up you got to say over medium okay well i like burned i like well done is what i like with pepper and all that If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. 
Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Fred in Spring, Texas, writes in and says, Greetings, I am wondering how you decide how many commercials to insert in a podcast. Are there guidelines, regulations, and such, or is it up to the podcaster, the business manager? I uh, says, I look forward to your guys' show every weekend. Thank you, Fred. You've been great filling up the content machine here. Uh, yeah, so we just, uh, you know, Danny some weeks wants no commercials. Other weeks he wants 15 commercials. Isn't that how it works? You just decide on a whim. You just play it by ear. Sure, unless that's not what we do at all. No, there is guidelines. There's a, there's a set format. It's three to open the podcast, three about 12, 13 minutes in. After about another 12, 15 minutes goes by, put another three, and then three at the very end after we say goodbye. So, yeah, there's a method to the madness. Uh, next one is from The Real Neil. Neil, uh, The Real Neil. And the re- in the real Greenville, there you go. If I could talk, that would help. He says, Dear Money Maller, and uh, back yeah, from the land of Danny G. He says, I was in Northern California, Davis, Sacktown, Santa Cruz, after two weeks for a work trip. Yeah, well, I don't spend a lot. I've not spent a lot of time in Sac. Uh, I've been to Sacramento a few times, but Santa Cruz, beautiful. Love me, yeah. Santa Cruz. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Uh, he says, a question, would you rather have a career you hate that gives you Elon Musk money or uh, to do the hobbies and all that stuff, or a hobby turned to a career where you are barely getting by. Curious to hear your thoughts after decades of being on the brink of poverty uh, for you, and now uh, you're you're making uh, making it big. Well, I, listen, I'm, I'm doing the, the TV show's uh, certainly a great mitzvah. Uh, I'm not making uh, Craig Cart money. Uh, I'm not making Colin Cowherd money. It's kind of like a starter TV show where if the show does well, then there could be some really big money. But we're very early on. When I bumped into you a couple of weeks ago, you were all of a sudden rocking Yeezys on your feet. So <laughs> you've upgraded in the shoe department, so you're on your way. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, I'll see where, see where this leads. Uh, maybe it'll lead nowhere. It might just be one year, and that's it. NBC pulls the plug, but they seem pretty happy with it right now, so... Uh, so so who knows but uh, if they do pull the plug though at least you'll get to have a farewell show that is true unlike radio yeah i uh absolutely uh tony writes in says on a scale of one to ten how much do you hate wisconsin sports he says i'm on vacation this week so i will replay later on on the podcast uh so tony there's this misnomer 
that I hate Wisconsin sports. I don't. My my younger brother lives in Appleton, Wisconsin. I I visited him a couple years ago. We went to Lambeau Field. It was awesome. Uh, I I have fond memories of going to the old county stadium when I was doing stuff with the Dodgers and the Brew Crew, and uh, I was remembering back to the days when the Brewers had Gorman Thomas and. Or not Gorman Thomas. They had uh, Rob Deere and uh, like Cecil Cooper and Paul Molly yeah. or those guys. Molly Fingers. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Teddy Higuera, the starting pitcher. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't hate Wisconsin. I don't, I don't talk a lot about Wisconsin sports per se, unless you know something big's going on. I, Giannis gets a lot of attention because he's in the in the sporting news. Uh, all right, let's uh, do a couple quick ones. We'll get out. Uh, Kevin, uh, thank you, Tony, though, for uh, saying I hate Wisconsin sports. But I, I guess on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, I would be like a 30 in your book. Kevin in Kansas writes in and says, Dear Ben and Danny G, if you were competing on Family Feud, which family members would you choose on your team? And then who would you choose to do Fast Money first? And then uh, the closer to win it all. And when you won it all, would you put Steve Harvey in a celebrity bear hug? Well, me and Steve are contemporaries, as you know, Kevin. And so we've already had our moment. Uh, Steve liked the color of the old Malomobile. He told one of his gun-carrying security guards that as he was walking out of the iHeart building in L.A. when he very briefly hosted the show. I'm upset because Harvey, Steve Harvey moved out to L.A. and was doing the TV shows and the radio show. And then once COVID happened, he moved back to Atlanta. So we lost uh, our connection with the great Steve Harvey, which was, you know, that was, that was great. He was right across the hall. Now we're in his old studio. We're in the old Steve Harvey studio. The, it was a com- combination of Rush Limbaugh and Steve Harvey. But like Family Feud, uh, I, like my brothers are pretty good at that kind of like random factoid stuff. I think a lot of my relatives would be better at Jeopardy. I'd be better at Family Feud. I think they'd be better at Jeopardy, uh, and and all that. Uh, anything you got on that, Danny? Family Feud? Anything? Yeah, uh, my wife would be good because we we watch that a lot, and we're always guessing the top three on the board. Now doing that at home and in person, two different things, right? Because I guess you freeze up when you're there on set. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I think she would be great, and then I would have Rich Davis as one of my family members because he talks super fast. He, he's kind of like a Rain Man too, with different topics. Ben, like it's weird. You could ask him any Super Bowl, and he'll tell you where he was, what the score was, and what he was eating at that Super Bowl party. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody with a brain who whose brain works like that would be great on a TV show like that. And if I was doing a sports trivia thing, I would bring in Steve Hartman. Oh, yes. That's yes. He's a, a walking sports encyclopedia. Yeah, he knows every date and all that. Chris in Maricopa, Iowa says, Ben, do you get paid for the TV show every week? Uh, what day of the week is it on? There you go. Oh, he wants to know what day I get paid? Jesus. Does he want your routing number, too? Uh, I, I don't even know. I just love the fact that I have an expense account because I've never had that at Fox Sports Radio or any other radio station I've ever worked at. So, uh, And that's not really an expense account, but they'll they'll pay. You know, NBC will pay for like my, my wardrobe or if we need to buy something like makeup and stuff like that. So, Can you walk into Jersey Mike's? order a sandwich and put it on your expense account. 
Uh, no, no, I, I can't, I can't do that. Fortunately, uh, but they, they do, they do have a program which there's a lot of AI involved in there. I've had to fill out a few expense reports, like when they flew me, I flew myself back to Boston. They paid me back for it when I went back for the the, the production stuff, and uh, they have AI. So I fill out the expense report, and then it it reads it before it even gets to the person that has to approve it. So it reads it over, and so I've gotten it puked back to me. It's been bounced back to me saying, hey, you put this, you know, this is not allowed or whatever. So I had to change words and stuff. In fact, I actually have to do that this weekend. Uh, today, probably here's being the end of the weekend on Sunday. All right, we'll get out on that. I will be back tonight. Don't forget, Benny versus the Penny. If you're hearing this early in the day here, it will be on SNY New York, I believe, later today. Uh, be on an LA uh, and rerun uh, all over the place. I think it'll be on Chicago as well today. So check that out, Benny versus the Penny. It, it will not be on after the NFL games kick off at 1 p.m. because it would be you know, what would be the point of having it on after that. But uh, anyway, I'll be doing that, and I uh, got the TV thing this morning, uh, and then uh, back on the radio breaking down all the NFL games. What a great time of the year to do sports talk radio, Danny. It's just wonderful. Come in Sunday night, got all the NFL games, and the Sunday night game, your Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers which is going to be a defensive struggle. Uh, but check that out. What do you got going on, Danny? I know. Can somebody please help Max Crosby rush the quarterback? Damn it. Um, hopefully that'll be a little bit of a bounce back game there with Jacoby Myers returning for Jimmy G. Uh, looking forward to that, Ben, and all the NFL action today. And your Rams looking better than what people predicted. I got to wait till tomorrow for the Rams, though. They, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Rams, this Puka Nakua guy. I know, wow. out of nowhere. Wow, like manna from heaven. The guy dropped out of thin air, from thin air, and he's been insane. Man, ram it in the Puka. He's like the new Cooper Cup. I'll pre- I'm will i going to predict right now, Danny. Hot oh, Ram, hot Ram take. Oh, no. Is Cooper Cup's on the injured reserve list or whatever? You know, he's, he's out for the first four weeks of the season. So he's out for another game after this, but he's when he comes back, you got Puka. You could trade Cooper Cup, right? I mean, you know that take's going to be tossed around. Well, the Rams should trade Cooper Cup because they don't need him anymore because Puka Nakua is playing the Cooper Cup role in the Ram offense, and he's playing it better than he did, at least last year. So. Well, you're back on the radio late tonight. And I'll be into the same studios, but tomorrow on Monday afternoon with Covino and Rich, 2 to 4 p.m. on the West Coast, and that's 5 to 7 p.m. in New York City. And on Mondays, we have that game, Last One Standing, and that's where you can hear your voice, Ben, all over that game. Because in a podcast, you said it. You were like, Last One Standing. And after I named the game that, I, I was like, I think Ben said that one time. So I went back, I pulled that clip, and it's the drop that I have decided to use for that game show. Love it, love it, love it. Don't so, it. you're it's like AI. Last one standing. I'm all about it. Hey, have a great rest of your Sunday. Uh, Danny, it's been fun this weekend. Thank you, man. And uh, we'll do it again next weekend. What do you say? How about that? Yeah, yeah. Later, skater. Go Raiders. Go Rams. Ram it all day. Ram it all night. Ram it in your puka. Watch your mouth. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Hi. I like the Saints. Got a murder. Got to go. 
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.